Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. What's up, everybody? This is Reese Green. Uh, this is episode four, I believe. Three, uh, no, it's, it's episode four or five. Uh, it's been a couple weeks off, but uh, welcome back to State of the Union. Uh, my name is Reese Green, uh, former professional baseball player, international baseball player extraordinaire, current stand-up comedian, and I will tell you this, it has been tough sledding trying to get players on this podcast, so in the meantime, before the season starts... Um, you know, instead of doing a solo episode, I've got a special guest with me this week, a very good buddy of mine, absolutely hilarious, uh, stand-up comedian as well, so I feel like if I'm not promoting uh, a baseball player, um, it's fun to do an episode where you know, I'm kind of teaching lore about Major League Baseball history or Major League Baseball currently, whatever it is, uh, with a stand-up comedian and being able to highlight them too, so I'm with my buddy Jeremy McDonald. Uh, Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. No worries, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks um, for having me. Absolutely. And just to preface this, you uh, you don't you don't know too much about baseball. I do not know probably a lot about baseball. You so don't know probably I, a lot. I about just baseball. know kind of like okay. in general. You hit balls. You run around bases. That's nice. about like. Well, that's yeah. good. That we okay. Well, now I'm glad that I mean I knew that a little bit about you, but. Uh, that's that's good. I, if I'm not gonna have someone who knows everything about baseball, it's this is a chance to teach you some lore about former players or current players. Um, you know, people who aren't allowed to play legally anymore. Um, but this is uh, a, a very interesting subject to me is the Hall of Fame voting. And so, as I was saying earlier, I was giving you a preface for this, yeah. and just for the the listeners out there. Um, uh, Jeremy's kind of going in blind here. I am, uh, yeah. This is going to be a storytelling podcast, kind of. Uh, and a lot of this information is going to be brand new to him. But um, as it's relevant at the moment, we just had the Hall of Fame voting for the Major League Baseball um, 2024 Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame ballot. Um, Jeremy, you're a Minnesotan, and I was telling you about 
uh, homegrown kid, Minnesota, should be the governor at this point, but yeah. Joe Maurer. Um, Heard ap- the name. Heard absolute the name sure. stud. I'm sure every, I mean, I'm sure he's in churches in Minnesota. Probably. There's probably I'm more sure. Joe Maurer headshots than Jesus. Probably. Well, I don't know. That's got to be pretty close, but I'm sure my grandpa, Uh, I'm sure like he's all about him because he loves the twins. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Also, just a preface. We're not going to get too into this. I know this. One of my best friends. Uh, For all the listeners out there, Jeremy is a very funny comedian and he does have a stutter. Uh, So if you think something's wrong with the audio (laughs) file, nothing is wrong with the audio file. It's just Jeremy uh, trying to choke out another sentence. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, you, you guys should all, before we get into this podcast, uh, if you if you like him, give him a follow on Instagram, uh, Jeremy Rons. It'll be in the, the description of this, so check him out. He's got a lot of clips on there, and Thanks, man. if you get a chance to see him, uh, I highly recommend it. He's one of my favorites. Um, anyway, so in in, uh, in the spirit of Hall of Fame voting, uh, something that uh, I think is a, is a high honor in the baseball world to be able to vote on Hall of Famers. As I was telling you, you get 10 years on the ballot. I believe it's uh, five years after you retire. You get on the ballot. If you do, with the, I, I believe there's oh, just about 400 voters. Um, That's a lot. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think it's five years after you retire, your name's on the ballot. To stay on the ballot for 10 years every year, you have to re- receive at least 5% of those you know, 380 vote, whatever it is. I'm not sure how many. Close to 400, I know that. Um, and you got to receive 5% of the votes. So this year, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, Adrian Beltre, one of my favorites to watch, played for the Rangers, Red Sox for a bit. Uh, he was a Seattle Mariners guy, and of course, in Seattle Mariners uh, fashion, those were, that was the worst stretch of his career. <laughs> uh, still very good. Um, yeah. He made it, like he's in the league. So oh, he I was mean, in the league for yeah, 20 years, that's, which is crazy. That's crazy. And he was so good the whole time. Like, so so good yeah um one of my favorite players to watch great personality everyone who knows baseball knows who he is and uh i think would agree with me there joe mauer the other one and then uh uh the third one is uh colorado rockies first baseman career first baseman todd helton uh i think if i'm correct here is the only colorado rocky in the hall of fame uh played his whole career there um absolute stud um, and so I think it's great that we have the Hall of Fame and to highlight players who were elite um, at such a high level for such a long time. I think the Hall of Fame is, uh, you know, if you if you get there, everyone who's in there is pretty deserving of it. Um, but we're comedians, so it's great to highlight the good things. But with Major League Baseball players and professional athletics in general, uh, you know, when you're young, you look up to these people. That's what they tell you. These are guys you yeah. want to look up to, heroes, and uh, like they're heroes, heroes, right? Yeah. They're here, yeah, straight up. Yeah. When you're a kid, that's you're it's, like, I want to be it's, that guy. It's, I mean, I have a joke about it. I yeah. never felt that when I was a oh, kid, yeah. but but they're larger than life, right? They're yeah. like, if you work hard, and uh, you know, with they're a little gods. with the, they're gods, and yeah. it's like that's who you look up to, and and we kind of assume because we there's this parasocial relationship with uh, professional athletes, famous people in general, um, that you know them, right? You yeah. see them play and you're like, I know I know this person. I see you them. You know I, their lives. I, like it's I, everywhere. It's I, their lives. I watched Joe Maurer for, you know, 15 years. I don't know if he played 15 years, but 15 years, let's just say, you know? Yeah. So I, it feels like you know them and they're like, yeah. 
They don't, and his wife and like his kids. Yeah, you know everything yeah. about him. And it's like, no, this is this person that's, you know, on a platform where you get to watch them forever. And uh, you kind of have this parasocial relationship where it feels like you might know them. Um, and the reality is with stuff like this, especially in professional sports, is you, you really don't. Yeah. And so uh, today on the podcast, on State of the Union, um, I thought it would be fun um, to do a sort of Hall of Shame uh, because the dirt. because there's always in professional sports there's these characters that are uh, maybe morally corrupt uh, behind the scenes or you know they you know they do well and they're very good on the field and then you kind of learn a little bit more about their personality and you're like wow yeah like, this guy is a dirtbag <laughs> uh, this guy is uh, not a good person he's done all the drugs imaginable well that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person but that's true I'm gonna go over some I got three people lined up. Uh, and I think it uh, tells a story, a couple different stories of, uh, and so, some of them are a little darker, and then some of them are, uh, you know, just kind of these personalities that are very funny, but kind of looked down upon uh, in the baseball world. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to just start off. I'm excited to learn I'm gonna about just, the trash. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think it is fun where it's like, uh, to, to learn about the lore of these guys, um, when they're when they were still very good, and you have to acknowledge their greatness. Yeah, but, but, like, but also hang out with that. But also yeah. acknowledge that they might be a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That it's like, hey, maybe we all have those moments. But though. it's like, hey, maybe don't get your political opinions from a millionaire baseball pitcher yeah. or something. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, hey, do some research here or whatever. You know, have your own opinion. But it's like, I think a lot of people, especially now, none of the guys I'm going to talk about. Uh, are like super active on social media. I don't think. Uh, but probably, probably f- for the best. But let's honestly. get it, let's get into it here. I'm gonna start. <laughs> this one's very. Uh, this I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a with a pretty dark one. All right. Um, I'm- but it's been the most relevant. Uh, and we don't have to spend too much time on it. But I know you know nothing about any of these people. Nope. I know you know nothing whatsoever about them. So, um. You know, play along at home. I'm sure everybody listening to this knows who these people are. I got my laptop pulled up in front of me. Um, but our first, first, first ballot, Hall of Shame. Yes. First ballot, Hall of Shamer, um, which is crazy because he, I don't even think, played two seasons in the major leagues. Jesus. Um, currently, 22 years old. Oh, my gosh. Uh, already out of baseball forever. Uh, and wow. folks, you know that at home. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. We're about to. Learn. You're gonna learn. Don't worry. My I'm bad. Gonna, my bad. <laughs> tell me. Well, that's all we got today, folks. Uh, join us over. next week uh, for five more minutes. Um, but folks at home, I'm sure you've already uh, figured this one out at home. But uh, El Patron, uh, Major League All Star, Tampa Bay Ray, former Tampa Bay Ray, Wander Franco. Wander Franco. Wander Franco. He, for a couple years, was the highest rated prospect in any major league organization. Um, the future of baseball kind of kind of talent. And he screwed it all up. And a generational talent, absolutely. Uh, he was a major league, he major league debuted in 2021. Um, he's a switch hitter. He's a shortstop. Absolute incredible athlete. Uh, in 2023, this past year, he was an all-star he was a Already. Major League ba- Baseball All-Star God for dang. the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and then 
something came out. Uh, wow, this is actually very funny because I'm on his <laughs> Wikipedia page, and uh, there is not much on here about it, which is hilarious. Uh, I don't know who scrubbed his Wikipedia page, <laughs> but uh, he's on there like every day, just being like, I, I, I don't know if he can't have this uh, out there. Oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It is, but it's a blurb, and it should be a whole section because let's be real. <laughs> You're going to hear, okay. Anyway, Wander Franco, um, on August 13th, 2023, of this past baseball season. So it's, you know, not that long, yeah. And it's the Tampa Bay Rays, who are a playoff caliber team, um, fighting for a spot. I think they're at the top of the AL East division. They were fighting with the Baltimore Orioles this year. Very talented team. And this is a, a key player in their team, the shortstop. He was right? an all star. He's an all star. He's a dynamic player. Um, kind of just injecting uh energy into this team uh, uh, a very youthful team um and kind of just guys who show up and they do their job really well over and over again um they're pros and they're pro but you know there's bad pros um but these guys were good and this dude is a generational talent right and on august 13th um sad day <laughs> and i think it was a it was shocking for the baseball world uh, but he was put on the major, the Rays, Tampa Bay Rays restricted list, uh, meaning you're kind of on hold. You're, I don't know if it's paid leave. I think it's just like, hey man, it's you like, can't show up to the field. There's something going the on. The whole deal, like you're just not able to. You're go still, there at you're all. still an employee of the Tampa Bay Rays, but we're. Like, I think it means you're probably done. I think it means we're doing an we're doing an investigation because oh. there's something going on here. Um, it must have been bad then. And so, oh, it was it was bad. Um, so I'm just going to read what it says here. Dude, Franco sense, was placed on the Rays restricted list on August 13th as Major League Baseball and Specialized Minor and Gender Violence Division based in Paravia began investigations into an alleged relationship with a minor. <laughs> not good. Not a good look. Not a good look at all for anyone involved. No. For the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, like I was like, what? And I was like, oh no. Yeah. I could hear like the word minor, and I was like, this is bad. Yeah. This is not good. Especially in the major leagues. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, almost immediately after that, it didn't take long. Wander Franco was placed on indefinite administrative leave by Major League Baseball. So they were like, they were like, hey, as of right now, you are never allowed back. Kind ever of, again. Well, indefinite, meaning like we're really looking into this yeah. and there's a lot going on here. And yeah. like, as you should, as you, as you should. should. Yeah. Um, but the league stated the administrative leave was not disciplinary under the joint domestic violence, sexual assault and child abuse policy. Um so I think it was just like kind of run of the mill, whatever. Anyway, Franco was reinstated to the 40-man roster uh, at the end of the season uh, because administrative leave is only available during the season. So after the season, it's like, you know, whatever. Um, but it says his status for the 2024 season is pending the result of the investigation. But I don't think this has been updated um, because a lot came out that he went back home to the Dominican Republic and uh, they tried to show up and arrest him because he missed his court date and he just wasn't home. Oh, that's so, a bad look, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's like everything from here on out is a pretty bad look. Uh, just absolute scum of the earth. Yeah. So then stuff starts getting released. Also, there's only so much fact checking I'm going to do here, but I've read into this a little bit. But basically, 
text messages between him and this like 14 year old girl Ooh, they, who he was who he was like paying and they got the chat logs oh <laughs> straight up and then she was like yeah i'm fuck you kind of thing yeah um he was paying her mom to, to like let it, ha- he, it to keep quiet. it quiet and to be like let me date your daughter oh my god here's a thousand dollars yeah for a guy making Major League Baseball money is crazy to even yeah. hear that. You're like, buddy, like, you at least get anyone you wanted, and you well, want not even it. that, but just like for you to for you to be doing such a morally corrupt thing, yeah, and then also being like the the payment of to the mother and to her of whatever is That's like up. It means you know, oh yeah, you know in the moment, you know. This that you wrong. are doing something very wrong yeah. and you're like, how do I... So he's going outside of everything to try to... He knows he's doing something bad. Yeah. He knows he's doing something horrible. And Hush also... he's never good. Also, yeah. So then basically, uh, I mean, he's never coming back to baseball. Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, but he's an absolute... He, I wanted to bring this up first because he's a first ballot bad person Hall of Famer. Hall of Shamer. Sorry, yeah. not Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of Shamer, first ballot... Um, Maybe the face of the Hall of Shame. That I mean, it's pretty bad. Like that one is but here's pretty some, bad out the gate. He, here's some. That's the worst when it comes to I think morally corrupt. There's some other stuff in here that's all these people are. They got some, I think, pretty bad views. Um, this one was an act that is like egregious. Oh yeah. This is more than words. This is more than an idea. This was something that was factual and happening. Yeah. And, and he knew it was wrong. He's a, like he's abusing he's abusing someone. He's abusing a child. He's abusing uh power. He's abusing their family for, yeah. you know, money. He's like I know you need this too and also it's helping me like yeah. all around 360 degrees uh Wander Franco first ballot 100% votes Hall of Shamer. <laughs> 100 percent, yeah. dude. I mean, congratulations, you idiots. He made it. Um, he did. But I will say this: here's a little bit of comedic relief that Twitter um, was on Twitter as soon as all this information came out, um, and before it was really like kind of out in the ether. Um, while it was still a little bit under investigation, where there was reports of it, but it yeah. hadn't really been like you know concrete information. Yeah. The word gets out though eventually. I think it was like the day before or maybe the day of, I don't know, but there was a Wander Franco bobblehead night. Oh no. <laughs> and it was free for, I believe, I think, it, I don't know what it was, but it's like you had to be like 14 years oh, old and up or something. I, I hold on, coming, hold dude. on, hold on. Vamp, I got to check this out. Wander Franco. How many people have that thing still? I don't know if they ever did it. You should try to I, It might've been right after uh, bobblehead. Let's let's see. What was the promotion? Uh... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I oh man. <laughs> also, some of these are like they're I'm like, looking up Water Frango bobbleheads, and they're like going for it's like sixty bucks. Jesus, man. it's like who's do who is who's buying these? Uh, probably a bunch of creepy older 
guys who are like, they're, dude, there's probably so many creepy hero. guys out there that are just like, man, that's my hero. Yeah, they're like he he um, he knew what he was doing. Let's see, I don't know. Um. All right. Well, maybe that was wrong, but there was lots of jokes on it. But either way, uh, go to hell, Wander Franco. Yeah, dude. You stink. You deserve everything. You deserve you got. everything that's coming Brother. to you. Um, I hope you never get to see the light of day again. Uh, Is he in jail? I don't know, man. I don't know if he's still going through the court process. Um, but either way, I just wanted to mention that as like the kind of preface. It gets a little lighter and a little funnier. Actually, a lot funnier after this. But absolute first ballot oh, Hall yeah. of Shamer, Wander Franco. Dude, that would have been uh, great if they had gotten uh, Chris Hansen involved. Man, I mean, hey. Just like, have a seat. He's Chris like, Hansen. Oh, that would have been <laughs> that would incredible. Have been but he's just a Dominican guy who speaks broken English, so he doesn't really, <laughs> yeah. he's never watched To Catch a Predator. Yeah. Like he's just like okay. He like, thinks I'll he actually he actually is like I'm here to see my 14 year old girlfriend. <laughs> he's like, why is this? And he's like, why is this bad? Did you think that's wrong, Wander? And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> no, but he he definitely cool. knew. Um, Check out these chat logs. All right, let's let's move on here. Let's lighten up the mood. I apologize, everybody, but uh, this one, one of one of my favorite pieces of baseball history here. This character. Um, do I relate to him? No. But is it funny to me? Yes. Absolutely. Um, to be, uh, this was, I think he, uh, okay, let's see here. I got his, I got his stats pulled up uh, from Statesboro, Georgia. He was a, a left-handed pitcher, I believe. Um, the inspiration behind Kenny Powers. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So Kenny Powers, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, that was based on a real guy, not based on a real I guy. I didn't know that. I thought it was I just, mean, loosely based, yeah. but like anyone who watches this guy is like, oh yeah, I think it's like official, like the writing behind that was like this dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, for the folks at home, you know who I'm talking about. John Rocker uh, from Statesboro, Georgia, left-handed pitcher, pitched, I believe, five years in the major leagues. Um, talk about an ego. Uh, wasn't a bad pitcher. Didn't have a long career. Kind of bounced around. Played for the Atlanta Braves. I think he was the most famous for the Atlanta Braves. Um, and that was who he debuted with. So he came out as this young fireball. And, you know, uh, I, I'm i pretty sure he had a mullet. Nice. Um, I was just about to ask Let me see mullet. here. Let me see. Let me show you a photo of him. Uh, just, oh my like, gosh. check this guy out, Look dude. Look at that yeah, guy. Yeah, dude. Um, had some uh no he didn't have a mullet but i mean like his look, hair is look, long though. look at this here's a <laughs> oh yeah here we go i just there's I, I i'm showing jeremy a photo on google photos of him doing a post-game interview um he's got the headset on he's got his tongue fully out and the the article is former major league baseball closer john rocker endorses donald trump for president he looks uh, crazy john rocker i believe he was on survivor he was Dude, on he's, survivor he's jacked i mean yeah holy shit i mean a lot of major leaguers are jacked um but just this outspoken, uh, just Kenny Powers type character. character. Yeah, he's a character. And he knew, and he was uh, narcissistic, but just like, if you're going to be a cl- like a high-octane closer in the major leagues, relief yeah. pitcher in the major leagues, you got to have some weird going on. Yeah. You know, Jonathan Papelbon, crazy. You know, he's out there. He's uh, 
you know, they're vocal, they're talking shit, which is normal. But the reason I'm bringing him up for the Hall of Shame is uh, John Rocker had some very specific comments that were made publicly during his short career. Not short career, five years is that's great in the major leagues. You know, that's more than almost everyone ever. Yeah. Um, but speaking publicly, uh, you know, especially with like PR and everything. Yeah. Um, it can get dicey, and he didn't care at all. He was outspoken and he's like i don't give a shit i respect that though. Um, you gotta respect that a little bit i, I respect the sentiment yeah um not, some like of his, the quotes his words some of the quotes are uh pretty pretty bad <laughs> uh especially at the time i take that uh, well, back i might not respect that's nah, fine well it's fine you don't know about these guys <laughs> to me as a comedian is to you as a comedian uh we're looking at these and i do not condone what he said if i'm being honest it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious that he said these things publicly in an interview during his career. Um, and it's funny because of how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to read you a quote from him during his career. Uh, and it was published in Sports Illustrated. <laughs> nice. Um, and it was revolving around, I think, in an interview asking him, when he was kind of at the height of his career, he was still this young gun, like rookie, I think maybe his second year, not a rookie, but like still fresh face. Yeah. Um, good, whatever. Um, and I think he was asked, uh, his opinion on, would he ever play in New York city? Would he play for the Yankees? What, what are his thoughts on playing for the Mets or the Yankees? And especially at this time, the Yankees are the Yankees. Yeah. They are the nineties. Yan- they're in the world series. You know what I mean? They are yeah. crushing people. This is, uh, how long ago? This is nineteen ninety nine. Okay. This is late nineties. All right. Um so here we go. I'm gonna just read this. Uh this is also uh under the tab on his Wikipedia labeled controversies. Nice. So <laughs> which is also why I was shocked that Wander Franco didn't yeah. have its own section where I'm like, this seems like it's big enough to have its own section. I here. mean that's like And it was kind of a side note, and I'm crime. like Yeah. It's uh I think maybe they're waiting for it to I don't know. But here we go. Uh, Rocker made a number of allegations stemming from his experiences in New York City and answering questions about whether he had ever played for the New York Yankees and New York Mets. And the quote is from John Rocker, I'd retire first. It's the most hectic, nerve-wracking city. Actually, you know what? I'm going to start this over because he's from Statesboro, Georgia. I'd retire first. It's the most hectic, nerve-wracking city. Imagine having to take the 7 train to the ballpark looking like you're riding through Beirut next to some kid with purple hair, next to some queer with AIDS, right next to some dude who just got out of jail for the fourth time, right next to some 20-year-old mom with four kids. It's depressing. The biggest thing I don't like about New York are the foreigners. You can walk an entire block in Times Square and not hear anybody speaking in English. Asians, Koreans, Vietnamese, and Indians, and Russians, and Spanish people, and everything up there. How the hell they'd get into this country? Jesus Christ. End quote. There's a lot to break down here. <laughs> um, I thought that Jews were going to be at, like, I was like, A's for sure. I'm sure he's, uh, I'm sure, we, I'm sure we could look up uh, some recent, I don't know if he's on Twitter, but I bet it's, <laughs> I bet it's bananas. I bet it's pretty I bet great it's to look wild at. over there. <laughs> yeah. Um but first off, let's break down this quote because to me, it it shows how ignorant he is. Um, but also, what a hilarious, just full on, like 
maniacal story. He went after everyone. He went after book. everyone and <laughs> also something that has never happened to him ever and yeah. also that wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Like none of this is all based in some weird fantasy He's that like, he I'm going to get if, AIDS if I'm on the train. That it, feels, like, that, it, that it feels like that he wants to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. okay, so let's 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 break this down. So he says uh also you are a major league closer. You're your nerves are racked riding the subway yeah it's like you pussy <laughs> what are you dude kids ride the subway yeah dude. kids that are born in new york are just on them all they're they can navigate that city yeah like and he's like i just can't i can't do it i can't handle the noise the uh, lights i just here we I go just hide it. here we go here okay so let's start with the first sentence imagine having to take the seven train to the ballpark looking like you're riding through beirut that's not even the rest of the sentence but let me just stop you there hey john you're a major league pitcher. Why don't you just not take the subway? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you could probably have like a driver. I'm sure you, they have you drivers. Could, you could have. Uh, you could get a cab. Yeah. You could rent a car. Uh, you could also take the team bus <laughs> from the hotel that you're probably scared locked in by yourself, <laughs> making sure you don't get uh, looked at by someone with pink hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is there AIDS in these sheets? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Riding through Beirut. Um hilarious sentence yeah because he's like comparing new york city war zone it's a war zone out here in new york city uh uh, all the buildings are still standing well in 1999 for sure they were still standing uh (laughs) next to some queer with aids that's what a jump yeah dude just uh i'm on i'm i'm on the train to the ballpark next to some kid with purple hair next to some queer with aids also, this is a very long run-on sentence. Right next to some dude who just got out of jail for the fourth time. Yeah, like, how would you know that? Also, right next to some 20-year-old mom with four kids. That's also, to me, you're, you're, on, a, you're on a subway next to a family? Yeah. like You're scared of that? That sounds nice. I don't want to be next to a mom and her children. They stink. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's depressing. The biggest thing I don't like... A, and then... So also, that that's the, that's the first run-on sentence here. Um, I mean, I don't think he really cares that much about. Grammar. Oh no, I don't either. <laughs> I'm just saying it's hilarious to yeah. hear this, where it's just like you can hear his fear yeah. coming out in the like in the sentence. Just, yeah, he's just absolutely like having like an episode. Oh, he, you can just <laughs> tell he has this picture in his head that has it's not real. Yeah, but he's it, you know. Tell a lot of people think it's like yeah. It's just like, but anyway, this is the (laughs) this is hilarious in the worst way. The biggest thing I don't like about New York are the foreigners. You can walk an entire block in Times Square and not hear anybody speaking English. First off, who cares? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Who cares? Are they trying to talk to you and you can't? you can't can you can't understand do you He's need, like ah! are you trying to get information out of them and it's yeah. like kind of like a oh there's a there's a there's a gap here where we can't communicate yeah. or are you just hearing it and you're pissed off <laughs> because that's definitely the answer it might be happy yeah, it's definitely sure. the answer because his last question of this quote is how the hell did they get into this country yeah dude um it's like uh, <laughs> probably an airplane or I, something. Or? I, I don't know, but either way, it's like they're allowed. If they came, why are you allowed to go to other countries? Yeah, I like, don't know, man. It's like you can. You, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> he's like, man, 
Man, that's I never the, really that's, asked that's, myself that question that's, before. Uh, you like America so much because it's free and you lack your freedom. Well, that freedom comes with... Um, immigration. Immigration. Yeah. And allowing other people to come here and bring their cultures and, and start a life and also enjoy be able to, like a little bit of our freedom. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if exactly. we're so free, then come enjoy some of our freedom. Yeah, dude. It's like fine. We got a bunch of it. You can. But here's you can here's 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 what I, this made me laugh when I was reading because I haven't read this quote in forever. Because you can walk through an entire block in Times Square and not hear anybody speaking English. Asians and Koreans and Vietnamese. I mean, that's all Asians. That's all Asians, <laughs> yeah. which was literally my first thought. It's like, buddy. Yeah. Like what? That's like, <laughs> that's, that's all. Also, that's it's all so funny. Asia, it's buddy. so Asians and Koreans and Vietnamese and Indians and Russians and Spanish people and everything up there. Yeah, you're like, what does that mean? So first off, Asians and Koreans and Vietnamese. Uh, Asians is a very, there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah. There's billions. There's um, a lot. And Koreans and Vietnamese. Uh, and here's also the thing. Is he says, and Indians, which to me, he, I genuinely don't know because he's definitely racist. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, mean, fe- I feel, I feel like he's speaking about people from India here. Yeah. But he's definitely a guy who doesn't say Native Americans oh, either. No way, yeah. And also, if he learned about Native Americans, he'd be like, what the hell are they doing in my country? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like he's a brother. It seems like he's the kind of guy who would see a Native American and treat them as a foreigner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the vibe that he gives oh, off yeah. 100% here. Uh, he's an angry guy, it seems. It seems like he's an angry, ignorant guy. Um, during the interview, he also spoke of his opinion of the New York Mets and their fans. Nowhere else in this, in a quote, nowhere else in this country do people spit at you, throw bottles at you, throw quarters at you, throw batteries at you and say, hey, I did your mother last night. She's a whore. <laughs> I talked about what degenerates they were and they proved me right. It's probably because... He's an asshole. It's probably because they know that you're soft. <laughs> it's probably because they know that you get rattled by this and that you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about that's so hilarious, dude. To have that is okay. Let's break this down. I imagine, mean, imagine this. Here we go. As a professional athlete, every night you're playing in front of, let's say, twenty five thousand people on average. Yeah. And if you're in New York in the '90s, probably sold out stadiums. Uh, so forty five to fifty thousand people. Crazy. And you're doing this around the country. You're also on the Braves in the '90s, uh, who are very good. Uh, perennial playoff team, uh, <laughs> and you have someone shout from the crowd, "Hey, I did your mother last night. She's a whore." And you go, "What?" You go like, "Are you serious? You destroyed my whole night. You that. had sex with my mom." <laughs> but get, I can't even, I can't even imagine pitching right now. Yeah, I'm thinking about this guy. I'm thinking about this Mets fan doing my mom, slamming my mom. Oh my god, dude! But I mean, his mom, she might be a whore. So maybe Uh, they were being accurate. Maybe, and even if so, seems like it's a problem for his dad and not him. (laughs) He's like John Rocker's having sex with his mom. He's like, seems like it's not really that big of an issue. Mom is in Georgia, buddy. He's like, bro, my mom's in Georgia, and he's like, I knew I just flew back up here. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you weren't home. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Uh, There's more. There's so much more. This is a lengthy controversy thing. Uh, Also accused of using steroids, but at that point, I I actually, to be honest, morally, I don't care. Uh, I mean, he did look jacked as fuck. But man, I'm going through some of these. These are hilarious. 
the interview was conducted while driving to a speaking engagement. So he did this on the phone in Atlanta, driving a car on the phone with a reporter, going to a speaking engagement. Uh, Jesus. Wrote, and the guy who is uh, doing the interview, the reporter, Jeff Perlman, wrote that during that interview session, Rocker spat on a Georgia State Route 400 toll machine and mocked an Asian woman. Jesus Christ, man. Um, it keeps getting better. <laughs> also, Rocker referred to Kurosawian teammate Randall Simon as a fat monkey. Oh, my God. So dude. not only I also don't think this is shocking at this point, knowing uh, a little bit about his character, that he would not be the best teammate. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can imagine. I I feel like he probably didn't have any issues with his white teammates unless they had a daughter with pink hair. (laughs) Um, Or if they had AIDS. (laughs) Here we go. First comments coming short. So some of his comments got him suspended without pay for the remainder of spring training in the first 28 games of the 2000 season. And he appealed it and it was reduced to 14 games. All right. Uh, Here we go. In 2002, while the Rangers... He was with the Rangers, uh, Texas Rangers. So I'm sure at some point the Braves were like, look, it's not worth it Yeah, like, uh, to have you on our team. You are a um, PR you're P- yeah, for real. nightmare, dude. Uh, while with the Rangers, Rocker again made national headlines for his views after directing slurs towards patrons of a Dallas restaurant at which he was dining, located in the predominantly gay neighborhood of Oaklawn. All right, man. He hates I don't, don't want to say the call is coming from inside the house, but uh, if you're directing slurs at a restaurant that you are a patron of in a gay neighborhood, and then you're the one being like, what are, what's there, what are y'all doing here? Yeah. Uh, maybe you have a look in the mirror, pal. Maybe. Maybe you ask yourself what you're really looking for. Why am I always hard when I'm in this place? Why am I always <laughs> thinking they're cute? Yeah. Why are all the why are all my teammates so cute? It's your fault. <laughs> I hate your nice ass after being here every day on the train looking at asses all day. I fucking hate it. Why does everybody on this team look so good in these pants? <laughs> I don't know, John. I don't know you personally. I just want to let you know, man, it's okay. It's fine to feel it's it's fine to think other boys are cute. Not boys. Men. Men. Yeah, it's fine, dude. There's there, nothing yeah. wrong with it. You don't have to do that. Why am I always And also asking? if it's such a problem. Go somewhere else. Yeah, dude. Like, there's plenty, you don't have there's plenty to of other restaurants there. in the world. There's so many. Um, yeah, but I like the asses in this place. Some of these things are pretty bad. The next ones, he said some... some. It's also relating to gay slurs. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Uh, I just don't think it's necessary for me to repeat the words he said. Uh, but he's talked about... We some, all know what the words It uh, starts with F. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't. I don't really condone that, and I just think there's a a lot of ignorance uh, from this man, which I knew. Um, he but. he is everyone's. He had to go to sensitivities training. Grandpa. Like, yeah. Uh, here we go. Here we go. He's definitely. I bet uh, that training worked. Though. I bet he's like, oh yeah, you're right. Here we the go. Error of my ways. Now uh, I'm gonna just. Uh, <clears throat> This is the last thing I'll say, uh, because this one is pretty funny to say on national television. Uh, he was on a, he was later after his career, 
because it seems like a guy who's like it's it he seems to me like a guy who's gonna run for office because he thinks he's like <laughs> i'm gonna make a change i know what i'm gonna do in new york and they're gonna be like you're a georgia senator what are you doing yeah. you can't it's not how politics work man uh anyway Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, he was on Survivor during an argument with fellow castaway Natalie Anderson. Rocker said, "If you were a man, I'd knock your teeth out." Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Although objectively, that's pretty hilarious. Objectively, very funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. Very, very funny. Uh, uh, also, he didn't he didn't hit her, which is great. That's good. That's good. Uh, but what a what a line! If you were a man, I'd knock you. I feel like if he runs for office and there's a a female uh, counterpart running for office, that's something he might say on a debate stage. He would crush with that, I'm sure. Um, but I'd say at this point, from the information I have, we did a deep dive into his uh, saber metrics here. Uh, this is also a first ballot hall of shamer. This it's up um, there. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are going to disagree and with me and probably be like he makes some good points uh to be fair uh you don't have to listen to me anymore i don't care uh but first ballot hall of shamer here john rocker i will give him this here's a uh, a light point here uh because i do think this is pretty funny and i do respect this this has nothing to do with politics or race or gender or sexuality thank christ i don't need to hear any more of that um but it came out that uh there was some reports that he was doing steroids during his career. And then in 2011, he'd been retired for a while. He admitted to it saying, yeah, of course I was using steroids. I mean, who wasn't? Let's be honest here. Who wasn't? And that is very fair because a lot of people were back in that time. Um, It seems like he's been doing a lot of, oh my God. Okay. Last, last point here. This is his last thing. Other media activity in 2011. I got to get this book. He released an autobiography called Scars and Strikes. I don't know what it's about, but I got it. I bet it's Man, I bet it is bad. Though not, okay, here we go. Though not directly based on Rocker, Danny McBride said that Kenny Powers, the main protagonist of the HBO series, he's bounded down, that the picture was more or less an inspiration of the character. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, that should I say everything. That, every, that like- should say everything uh, about this guy. But, uh, Anyway, to each their own. I don't agree with anything that he has said other than the steroid thing. A lot of hate in that man's heart. A lot of hate. A lot of ignorance, I think. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. Uh very uh, afraid of trains. Hey, buddy. Uh, all I'm going to say is I feel like you're probably divorced. Maybe, maybe try kissing some dudes. <laughs> See how they feel. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. You might like it. Actually, I bet he would. And here is, uh, we're going to move on here. We've, uh, we're doing good. Doing good time here. This is nice. Oh, the, I hope the batteries don't die. Fuck. Whatever. I bet they won't. Well, here we go. Uh, this is the last one. This one I think is a very interesting one. This one cracks me up. Uh, this is uh, someone who had an 
unbelievable Major League Baseball career. I know there's a lot of Boston Red Sox fans that are probably listening to this because of Rob. Um, I think there's probably a big following of Red Sox fans. You guys definitely already know where this one's going. Um, Let me look up his stats here. Let me tell you some of these stats here. Um, Second round draft pick, um, junior college guy. Uh, I think he's in his, he's got to be in his 50s or 60s now. Yeah, 57 years old. Um, Pitched, I think, 20 years in the big leagues. God, Uh, Let's see, 20 years in the big leagues, 216 wins, which isn't that important really 3.46 era incredible i don't know what that means um earned run average so per nine innings he was giving up an average of 3.4 runs a game which is is that good it's pretty good uh yeah especially for a career yeah for 20 years that's your average as a starting pitcher um over 3,000 innings pitched 3,200 innings pitched uh over 3,000 strikeouts which is a ton um, averaged over 200 strikeouts a season, which is incredible. That's crazy. Nine years with the Phillies, four years with the Diamondbacks, um, four years with the Red Sox. How many World Series did he win? He must have three-time World Series Jesus. Uh, winner, World Series MVP, six-time All-Star, Kurt Schilling. Okay. Uh, someone who realistically... Quite the introduction. Realistically, ego aside, personality aside... Probably should be in the Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah. Or if not, it's right on the cusp. Yeah. Uh, this is someone who is not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and he has been very, very, uh, I think he's a cancer survivor. Um, but as he's gotten older and taken to social media, as some old white men do. That's always the best. Uh, when start doing that. Yeah. Lots of. Lots of stuff uh, has kind of come out about who he is as a human. And uh, I do think that is probably what's, not probably, definitely what has kept him out of the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The highest he got was 58.6% of the vote. Um and who knows, but he, uh, let's see what we got here. I got to find some quotes here. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Post-baseball career. We'll start as a broadcast analyst because he used to be on TV and stuff. Um, he was an announcer, like an analyst. Like, you know, the man is an expert in pitching. He was unbelievable. Elite. One of the best. Um, here we go. Let's start out with this. On August, 15, on August 25th, 2015, ESPN suspended Schilling's coverage of the ongoing Little League World Series and Sunday Night Baseball after he posted a meme on Twitter that compared Muslim jihadists and German Nazis. Jesus. Uh, the same day, he also deleted and apologized, probably because he got fired probably. or suspended, and he probably was like, I don't mean this apology, but if I take but it I down, will you do let it. me work? Yeah. Um, uh, and then kind of got suspended for the rest of the year. Anyway, uh, next year, April 20th, 420, 2016, ESPN announced officially that they had fired Kurt Schilling after he shared an anti-transgender Facebook post <laughs> saying ESPN is an inclusive company. Kurt Schilling has been advised that this conduct was unacceptable and his appointment with ESPN has been terminated. Uh, and I think it was around the time where the North Carolina transgender restroom law oh, yeah, yeah. went into effect. I don't know what he said here. 
Um, I don't need to go into what he said. I can Everybody only... he was against it, uh, sure. For sure yeah. he was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's no no question. Um, let's see. In September 2017, Schilling accused ESPN of a double standard when J- reporter Jamel Hill was not fired or suspended following the controversial social media post about Donald Trump. In an on-air interview with uh, CNN, Schilling defended Hill's right to speak her mind, then stated... I wasn't fired for speaking my mind. I was fired for being a conservative. Uh, so also another former pitcher who feels like he might run for office. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we got? I know he's been... Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think as time has gone on, it's been uh, it's been more and more relevant to him to just be like, ah, I'm going to speak my views. Yeah, I feel like, like there's probably a good following that has been like, Probably. We actually like when you talk like this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, all right. Like, I can really talk about my truth here. Um, I know he... I, in 2016, Schilling joined Breitbart News, a far-right opinion news organization, announcing he would challenge Senator Elizabeth Warren in the U.S. Senate election in Massachusetts. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, Schilling expressed interest in running for president in 2024 had Donald Trump been reelected in 2020. <laughs> Hysterical. That would be so that would be so funny because it would go so poorly. Oh yeah, he would get It's like look how embarrassing Ron DeSantis's thing was yeah. for Florida. It's like imagine Kurt Schilling running for office. He would get destroyed. It would media. just be sad and be like what are we doing, dude? Um I know he's debated a lot of stuff online about evolution. Uh I don't know exactly what, but he's trying it's, to say that like it's not real or uh yeah i would imagine um anyway Schilling attracted further media scrutiny about tweets in which he showed support for lynching journalists uh in the january 6th u.s capitol attacks that's a hot take that's a hot take <laughs> lynching journalists talk about uh not supporting freedom of speech or that's anything a little extreme there. here we go here's recent one this one there's a couple things that are recent that were really bad um September 2023, Schilling attracted controversy when he reposted an anti-Semitic tweet that made references to uh, Jews in leading roles in the government society, the Jewish question, and Jews dominating important sectors of a nation when they didn't even found said nation. Um, so these are kind of things that you were like, I bet John Rocker has an opinion on that. <laughs> yeah. And I saved this guy for last because he was way better at baseball and also had very similar views. <laughs> um, but here's some... So all of that first bout Hall of Shamer... Um, it's just like a lot of ignorant takes here. Oh yeah. Um, and if you're listening to this and you think that <laughs> I'm taking a hard stance, uh, I think you should reevaluate. Yeah. Cause, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty abhorrent behavior yeah, that's, uh, uh, to be saying these things. Uh, here's something that's hilarious and embarrassing for him, uh, because it just kind of proves, uh, that his ideas are, are not correct. Um, here we go. Uh, where is it? I know he founded something called... Uh, okay, here we go. It was a video game thing. In, tw- in 2006, Schilling created Green Monster Games, which it, Green Monster is the big wall in left field of Fenway Park, oh, okay. and he was on the Red Sox for a few years, um, which Schilling stated was not named after the Fenway left field wall. Hilarious. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. And then immediately, because everyone was probably like, what? Like, you have to change this name. 
Yeah, Green Monster Games. Also, I came up with that on my own. Yeah, they're it's like, like, what uh, are you, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like, no, like, it's the wall. He's like, no. No. Uh, no in early tw- 2007, he changed the company's name to 38 Studios. That was his number in baseball. Mm. So it would be funny if he was like, it's not because I was number 38. <laughs> um, but like, what kind of... So, here we go. He, games do they make? What kind of kind of games did they try to make? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, try <laughs> Buddy, to Buddy, we'll get there. Uh, I think some just like uh, RPG games, I don't know because I don't think any games ever came out. Okay. I think it was a lot of development and a lot of money spent on that. Um, oh, here we go. In 2010, Rhode Island Board of Economic Development approved a $75 million guaranteed loan to 38 Studios. Uh they, 38 Studios promised to bring in 450 jobs to the state by the end of 2012. Uh, in 2012, they defaulted on the loan <laughs> and failed to meet payroll obligations to all the employees. Uh, 38 Studios and its subsidiary, Big Huge Games, Big huge l- games. then laid off all of their staff with a mass email. Um, hilarious. Uh, I, I don't know if it was money laundering or what, but anyway... Uh, I bet. In 2012 later, he was sued by the state in connection with the loan. Uh, Governor of the state said, my message to Rhode Islanders is this. I know that you work hard for your paychecks and for your tax dollars to be squandered is unacceptable. The board's legal action was taken to rectify a grave injustice put on us or put upon the people of Rhode Island. And uh, here we go. Downfall. So 38 Studios never did anything. Uh, Kurt Schilling absolutely busted uh, with that one. (laughs) Citing the Rhode Island governor and his own optimism as the primary reasons for the demise of the company. Hilarious to have a bad idea and a bad company and then then be like, it's "It's this guy's fault. Um, Ultimately, the company filed for bankruptcy. Schilling, other executives and other parties associated with the company agreed in court uh, settlement to repay the state of Rhode Island $61 million. You're an idiot, Kurt. You are very good at pitching, and I was there for your 200th win in person at Fenway Park against the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. I don't remember what day it was. I'm sure I could look it up. Um, But that was when I thought you were really someone to look up to. He thought he... I didn't know. He was like your hero, man. But then after this, you're like, ooh. Oh, here we go. Man, this is so funny. Um, Schilling is a born-again Christian. Um, not knocking religion, but I feel like this checks out. He became evangelical in 97. Schilling opposes same-sex marriage and believes that each state should decide its laws and topic rather than the federal government. Uh, (laughs) interesting. Of course he would do that. Oh, here we go. Here, here we go. Man, this is so funny. Um, he has an extensive collection of World War II memorabilia, including numerous Nazi uniforms oh, with no. swastikas and uniforms worn by various SS division, including Hitler's personal bodyguards. Oh, my God. Uh, That's a bad sh- look. Schilling? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny where it's like there's so much evidence. I feel like he wears them, too. Like oh, dude, he yeah. gets off on it. Oh, yeah. He just sure. walks around his house and his kids are like, Jesus Christ. Again, Dad, come on. He's like, nine. Oh, God. Dad, couldn't you just have made a video game about this? <laughs> He's like, I tried. <laughs> He's like, I made a video game, but, we get, to be, but we get to be the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Schilling has specified that it is not a Nazi collection. It's a collection of World War II stuff. But only way from to Germany. S- way to spin it, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, 
further stating that he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. Uh, Buddy, your soul is racist, so I guess... It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I think all Uh, your bones are racist. Yeah. (laughs) I know your bones are weary and old now, but... uh, (laughs) Shilling from... Okay. Um... He had some cancer. He survived it. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Um, conflicts with players and management. Either either way, though, at this way. point, also. Oh, oh, just kidding. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to find some more stuff in here. Conflict, conflicts with the media. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. But also, man, I, I didn't really know a lot about what he said here, but. Three for three here with my with my topic of choice and the players that I've chosen. Three first ballot Hall of Shamers. Oh yeah, he's in there. Absolutely, he's in there. For um, sure. and like, hey man, you probably would be in the real Hall of Fame if uh, you just shut up. If you weren't just a giant piece of trash. And I'm not condoning this clearly, but how dumb do you have to be, man? Uh, anyway, uh, I don't need to go on about him. Oh, here's the last one. Here's the last one. Cause this was real recent. This was in late 2023. Uh, Tim Wakefield, also a Red Sox legend, knuckleballer, a guy who revamped his career cause he wasn't making it as a first baseman. He was like, let me learn the, like I, I'm messing around with the knuckleball and then figured out how to get people out as a pitcher, um, with a knuckleball and kind of kept the lore of the knuckleball which is like a very rare thing yeah it's like a unicorn in isn't there, that so. the one that like has no no uh, spin has no spin yeah yeah absolutely see you know what you're talking I about i know like a little bit I've- uh so they were teammates on the red Sox or whatever um but late last year he uh tim wakefield um was battling brain cancer um and it was really severe yeah um and i think the wakefield estate was they were like, let's keep this private. There's no, this is a personal matter. Uh, it's a very serious issue. And like, especially when you know something like that um, is kind of leading rapidly to the end of your life. It's yeah. like, this doesn't. Understand. We we'll like we, to have that approach. We don't need to have this publicity about this. Let's enjoy, which is my assumption. Let's enjoy the last time we're going to have together. It's a very serious, somber moment. Um, and Schilling broke the news publicly <laughs> on his podcast that Tim Wakefield uh, and his wife were battling cancer and they did not give him permission to do that. Um, and everyone was like, you're the worst guy. Yeah, dude, that's pretty bad. Uh, and then he died like three days later. Jesus. Um, but like ultimate, like backstabbing bad yeah. person move there. That's an asshole move. That's like, sure. just like what already we've, uh, we've acknowledged and we've set the precedent that you're, uh, an ignorant bad person. Yeah. And then you just do what even why? Like yeah. what wh- you're trying to get attention? Are you trying to have someone be like, hey, he got it first. Yeah. Hey, sources Probably. say Kurt Schilling, he, he knew it. He's like, guys, I got the scoop. I don't um, want you to know this. And also, he probably found that out from them with the trust that like, hey, this is Yeah, can you n- not s- Yeah. Hey, anything about this? Can, like, hey, man, yeah, we're, t- yeah, we're, sure, we're sure. telling you this personal thing. This is really upsetting and like a very dark time for us. Yeah, and we were teammates, and I thought I don't know if they were friends, but, but uh, 
just seems like something to uh, not do. <laughs> not at all. Uh, against That's... a family's wishes. But <laughs> anyway, Kurt Schilling, congratulations, pal. You made First it. ballot Hall of Shamer. You'll never be in the real one. Um, but uh, Jeremy, that's it. Uh, how do you feel about some of these guys? I got to wrap up before this battery dies here, but we're right around an hour, right around 50 minutes or so. Um, but yeah, I like, uh, was it interesting to hear about this? It was, man. It was like, like you kind of always know with like a look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Professional athlete, you're like, what's, what's like... And it's so interesting to me to be like so publicly and to be fa- to be fair, not to not not to give them a platform or to I'm just playing devil's advocate here. All of those people that I just talked about genuinely in their head, all those things that they've done, they think that is correct. Yeah. They those statements, they think they're right. Um and it comes from a place of serious ignorance and like this is uh it's just, it's crazy to, I mean, a lot of people are like that now, which is, you know, oh, yeah. we're not going to get into politics, but I mean, you know, but it's hilarious to be so famous with that platform and during a career, do some stuff like that. Yeah. That's pretty um, wild. Wander Franco, go to hell. First ballot yeah. Hall of Shamer. You're the face of the Hall of Shame. That guy's the worst in my opinion, um, for sure. You have a statue yeah. underground for the Hall of Shame. <laughs> and then, uh, if people like this, uh, Maybe I can deep dive, and those were the people that came to my head that I knew about that I wanted to highlight and uh, kind of, you know, th- throw out there. To I hope if people didn't know, uh, I hope they know now. But it was uh, the first, the first ever class of the baseball major league baseball hall of shame: Wander Franco, John Rocker, and Kurt Schilling. Um, and to to drive it home, baseball isn't boring because that was interesting was pretty- it's interesting to learn about whether it's uh good or bad but you know it's uh it's character oh yeah even if it's but reality not but the good kind not the good kind <laughs> not but the good kind sometimes you have the villains out there and uh you need villains like to have like the good guy you need you know yeah and also maybe next time i'll go over some people who i think have done great in the community and and tried to highlight you know uh, the less fortunate and who've used their fame and their finances that come along with playing Major League Baseball to support their communities. Um, shout out to Curtis Granderson, uh, top of my head, someone who's done. Who does he? Uh, he's retired now, but he uh, played, I don't know, 15 years in the big leagues, played for the Detroit Tigers, uh, played for the, I believe, the Mets, uh, the Yankees, uh, played for a few teams. Um, but gives back to the community. Um, I think he's from Chicago. His parents are professors. He went back and got his degree. Um, but I think he does a ton. I know he does a ton giving back to the community and uh, trying to give people opportunities that they might not be able to get because nice. of their position. He's a good dude. Um, seems like he's a good dude. Um, so shout out to him. This isn't all bad. 
Um, but I did want to highlight the Hall of Shame here. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of put it's some, fun to learn about that kind of stuff. It's interesting to learn about. Um, hopefully, you know, they open their, their hearts and their brains a little bit. Maybe some critical thinking. Um, but either way, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm sure the, the listenership on this one is going to be pretty bad. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if you don't agree with my stance on these people. I mean, like, it was them. It wasn't us. Like they. No, but I'm saying things. if you're out there and you're like, wow, John Rocker made some good points about the subway. <laughs> I'm like, well, then uh, you might be. Hope you can afford an Uber <laughs> yeah. with uh, most likely a foreigner driving the Uber. Um, probably not going to know English. I'm sure they do. It's in New York City. But uh, anyway, Jeremy, um, just before we end up here, plug some stuff. Uh, if you have anything else. Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to see any of my comedy, uh, follow me at Jeremy Rons on the gram and also Jeremy McDonald Comedy on YouTube as well. God. I got all my stuff on there. Nice. Well, uh, thanks for doing this. Also, um, you know, make sure to download, give it a share if you liked it. Um, all the stuff will be in the description. So my Instagram and socials and his socials. Uh, baseball isn't boring. Um, all right. We appreciate you guys. Have okay. a good one. Have a good one. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I, uh, I look over at my dad, and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.